0: Let's go. Go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's what go. What do you get? What do you get? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> what is up, everyone? Welcome to Mondays here at Hyper RPG. <laughs> what the fuck is. I was like, wait, what? What is, happening? Oh, yeah. what is happening? Every time
1: a show starts, Malika's like, I'm doing my own thing. Doing her own thing. She's <laughs> in got her, a hype um, thing. She sneezes when we start the show. She just runs yeah. off camera. Hype
0: train! What is up, everyone? Tra- Welcome to week infinity of Camp Social Distanci Hyper RPG. This is Hypercast, our weekly podcast with all the updates of what's going on in the world around us and Hyper RPG. And there is a lot to talk about today, so this will be a long episode. I'd like to
2: start, if I could, with an Get
0: update. The, uh, fine. So
2: last week, I uh, not only beat Zach in Warhammer, uh, Zach got last place. I mean, Malika technically won the match, but I not only beat Zach in Warhammer, I also won Magic the Gathering, Uh, and I think that that's important to talk about, okay? I'd love to spend some time talking about that. I think
0: it's important to acknowledge that there's a first time for everything, and Lucas deserves proper credit for that. Don't even
2: even take the high road right now. Don't even fight me. Fight me. You had a good
0: game. (laughs)
2: Help me be mad.
0: (laughs) You had a good game.
2: I want to be mad.
0: I lost. It happens. I fucked you up, dude. I fucked you up so bad. Yeah, man. You spanked me. Man, it was rad
2: and magic. I was like, board wipe. I got this card that can board wipe. Malik was about to run away with it. Everyone was like, dude, there's no way. Why doesn't he just give up? And I was like, tee hee hee hee. You did good. Board wipe. You're learning. I'm proud. Oh, I'm learning. (laughs) Oh, I'm learning. He's, he's, I go home and practice. He's pretty good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't even think about it until it's yeah, like yeah. a minute before the show. I'm yeah. like,
0: oh, right. <laughs> Magic's coming up. I, will say, I, I was telling Malika I uh, I made a little bit of a mistake in last week's Magic where I picked a color set that I was like, oh, this deck will probably be the most, like, complicated with the most text. Uh, it's mm-hmm. got a, it's got blue in it. It looks like it's that kind of combo deck. I'll give myself that and I'll try to give you like a very straightforward red white deck and I'll try yeah. to give her a very straightforward green black deck. Both of black, your decks white. were ultimately so much more advanced than the deck I was playing yeah. and more complicated. Yeah. I had a very straightforward I didn't even have counters in my deck. It was blue, but there were no counters and I was like, "Man, this I I misjudged this situation, so and I gave you guys the really tough stuff. Those decks, are those pre-made? Pre-made.
2: But, like, with a strategy synergy going on? Yeah. Because I was I was going to say, oh, yeah. that's the first time I've played where I was, like, really thinking about synergy strategies, and I was like, this all just works together. Right, and because I can you do this. didn't
0: build it. I can do this. Exactly. <laughs> I, didn't, I
2: didn't fuck anything up.
0: Yeah. They didn't give me the option. No, your deck had some really cool stuff. Her deck is Fucking gnarly. That was probably my favorite commander deck I've seen yet. Just the constant shared abilities thing. Yeah. That was insane. Yeah, that was that stupid. Was
2: sick. You had that that one that was just like you can just be everything that uh, everything that's out here. You all got it. It's, it's and this an-
0: one is everything that's in your graveyard, and then you put that other card back out, and it copies everything that's currently on the right. battlefield. So you can be everything. Right. It was <laughs> it was, was, fucking it was wild. interesting
3: to not have the chance to look at the deck before I mm-hmm. played. Mm-hmm. So as you're playing the deck, you're like, oh, you're learning. Yeah. it. Yeah. I see. Yeah. This is.
2: Hey, look though. at all
0: those new emotes in the chat. We got a new pride emote in the chat. Uh, Malika, Whoa. why don't you tell them about the artist and uh, the emote plan? Really
1: quick. Can you update me, please? It won't update. Uh,
0: I put auto... Uh-oh. It's not giving me the option. It doesn't like me. Uh-oh. It's not giving me the option. I can get up and go check
2: while Malika talks. Okay. We're talking about the overlay. It's, uh, it's not doing the update. Cool. <clears throat> Go ahead, Malika. What are you going
3: to say? Uh, we have hired an artist. Uh, she's at nabidot, Nabidott, N A B I D O T T, on Twitter, to redesign all our emotes. Um, but because we're in the middle of Pride Month, I said, hey, can you kind of escalate this one first? So
2: So she did that kaiju emote mm-hmm, there, huh? Mm-hmm. Kaiju running with the rainbow flag. Yep. yep. <laughs> That's dope.
3: Yeah. It is pretty cute. It is pretty cute.
2: It is cute. Are those like little. Stick legs? I haven't seen this thing up close. Does he have like little baby legs?
3: I mean, he has cute little, you know, Shiba Inu legs. Yeah,
2: I'm seeing it better if, now. If
3: if you checked our work Slack, you would have you would have you could see.
2: Oh Whoa. yeah, let me pull
1: that up. Damn, some, that, that was some was,
3: uh, that was uh, some yeah. high high tier shade. shade.
2: Guys, it's Monday, okay? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm logging mali- back into the no tiffs. That's
0: some Malika shade right there. If you checked the work Slack, you would have seen. Mm. uh
3: Maybe you would have put it in your sandwich order a little earlier. No.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm wow. gonna eat it when I get here. It's whatever. Damn, dude. Uh, no, I think the emotes great. And how many emotes are currently being worked on? Thirty six more.
3: Yeah, thirty six more plus loyalty badges, which yeah. I have to show you guys.
0: Right. Yeah. Thirty six more emotes. We're gonna have a whole new set of emotes, uh, hopefully soon. And loyalty soon. badges. But I, th- I thought it was a good idea. You were, Malika was on the right track to like push to get that pride emote out as quickly as possible. It looks great. It's really great. So boom, excite, excite. So we have a lot to talk about today. There's so much going on. Um, what what'd you do, Adam? I hate this thing. What would you do? All you have to do is replace what's on the top line. But if you drag it or move it around, you technically drag to an empty slot, and that's why I can't push it. I have to get back up again because you technically just turned on to a different slot. So I got I to gotta go fix that really <laughs> quick.
3: That's a level four hype train we're building up towards. Oh, what? shit. What?
2: Can we get it to level five? I
3: don't know. That they're, comes they're, after four. See what you can do. We'll, we'll see if they make it to level four. Such strong support already. Thank you so much. I'm seeing a lot of different pride emotes. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. All
2: right.
0: Let's smash that goal.
3: Yeah.
0: Smash that goal. Okay. All right, Uh, what are we going to talk about today? What's going on? We have so
3: much stuff to talk about today. Get get ready, get strapped in for an extra special Hypercast because we have a lot to unpack. I guess I can unpack some of the things that I already put in the uh, sub-email earlier this morning. As you can see, there's a new HRPG Pride emote, Um, but I'm cool... to like have that go on past well,
0: of course. Pride Month. It's a great emote. Yeah, yeah, it's ev- great.
3: Every month is Pride Month, all right? I like
0: that they're making Kaiju dance right now.
3: Yeah, it's it's Using cute. their channel points to <laughs> flip oh, them yeah. around. <laughs> <laughs> I know
0: somebody gave him <laughs> a unicorn <laughs> horn. <laughs> <laughs> he, he,
3: he's <laughs> almost ready to, to take on the, you know... Bullfighter? The, yeah, the, yeah, like the hateful bullfighters of the world mm. with his was happy rainbow flag. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So we went live today at four-ish. Thank you for your patience. Yes, because dealing with
0: spectrum internet yep
3: yep thank you is this for me thank you Mm -hmm. Mm what just happened
0: anyway uh yeah dealing with uh, spectrum internet sorry everybody we're supposed to go live at 3 p.m today we'll be live at 3 p.m pacific time the rest of this week yep and going forward until we decide to change the schedule on you again. But we were supposed to go live at 3 today. Spectrum at the last minute changed their appointment from the morning to the afternoon. And then they were also like 30 minutes overtime on they were supposed to be done. So yeah, it was just, you know, good times. I could go on and on about that. But you don't want to sit here and listen to me bitch about Spectrum. No, so.
3: no, I don't. And we have like a new segment. So we're going to be going live with cooking at 3. Cooking is going to be for two hours. And then we're going to have like a little bit of family dinner time. Because sometimes I make all this food. And then people can't, like, really sit and enjoy it. Or, or while
0: you're making it, people are like, I just ordered my food.
3: Yeah. So, or, I mean, if you don't want to eat my food, that's completely fine. I think it's uh, people having to, like, eat lunch while having to play Warhammer or something. That's
0: mm-hmm. not helping this change. I don't know. It's, it, it's a lot. And I was trying to keep up with it as much as I could over the weekend um, for the company. You know, I I don't want you to have to, you know.
3: I can't really opt out, you know. I know. And then also in this space as a woman in gaming, we have this, like, internal creeper list. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we all have to, like, protect each other on, like, Mm -hmm. who's a creeper, you know. Yeah. But we really should say who's a criminal, you know.
0: Yeah. Um, But, I mean, there's a a – that that – It opens up to a broader discussion because, you know, a lot of – there are some things that came out this weekend that are criminal. Yeah. And there are some people who admitted to things where it's like, you kind of just admitted to rape. And you should turn yourself into the authorities. Right, yeah. You know? Uh, And there are other things that aren't criminal – but they're fucking awful.
3: They're disgusting. They're disgusting. Everything was disgusting that came out. Yeah.
0: And the amount of like grooming from streamers to younger women mm-hmm. and how many women shared similar stories of similar individuals. Uh. Yeah. I, you know, and I know we talk about really heavy topics on here. I like, I go back and forth on this stuff a lot in regards to how we should approach it at hyper... Um,
3: because you have mango juice on your chin (laughs) (laughs)
0: nice (laughs) (laughs) Uh, not so much in how we should deal with it because I think internally we know how we deal with it and we know that we're not going to fucking stand for it I think it's more how we talk about it and it's a very tricky thing because I I get conflicted often in that um, I don't ever want to feel like I'm protecting you because you are a very strong uh, woman, person, individual, um, and I know you can fight your own battles. And then there's another part of me as your husband and your best friend that knows the trauma that you live with, and I would never want to inflict trauma on someone I care about, so then there's that part of me that's not like trying to protect you, but it's like I'll I'll be the one I'll, I'll I'll do it. I'll handle the Twitter. You know, like I'll 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 try to go through all this stuff and I'll try to stay on top of this and deal with it cuz I don't I don't want you to have to. Sure. But then it also creates a larger conversation of like when we want to talk about these things when we go about it, you know, making sure that we're doing it in a way that's proactive because If if you have some of these traumas, I'm sure there's other people in our community that do, too.
3: I I think we need to, like, recap what happened and mm -hmm. what we're addressing from the top a little bit. Because I think some people in our community who aren't following a lot of other Twitch streamers may not be aware of what's going on. However, it's escalated as far as even Twitch itself has put out a statement.
0: And that statement came under some very rightful fire.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I think you've probably done the most research about it. So why don't you take it from the top? Like what happened?
0: Well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and just list off names. Uh, I put out a tweet, uh, with a link to, um, a individual who is keeping a medium article and it was posted in our chat a little bit ago with an ever-growing list of the women who are coming out with their stories. Mm-hmm. And, and
3: most of these women are women that work in the gaming industry, and many of them are content creators on Streamers,
0: Twitch. a yeah. large portion. Yeah. Some are fans of streamers Yeah. Um, and community members of streamers. Some are even mods of streamers sharing their stories of what they saw behind the scenes and how they left those communities because of these things. It, it's a lot, and I will say, uh, Gaika just posted the Medium article in our chat room. If you are, um, I, 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 trigger warning for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's it's heavy. So this it is is fucking y- heavy, I and like, it's a lot. I
3: like to use the term content warning. Okay, that content warning. We, you know, you it is up to you if you want how far you want to dig, in. Um, reading about these sensitive topics and then reading about what happened. Specifics.
0: Some of the stories that came out were very, uh, like, putting me on the verge of tears because I just can't even imagine uh, 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 being in that situation and then also sharing those stories. Like,
2: I, again, out of internet all weekend, so whenever I got in today, you guys were telling me this stuff and it was all news to me uh, because I was kind of unplugged from Twitter completely. Um, But I still don't have a full grasp on what's going on. I'll I'll do my research and such. Did you hear that? Yeah. Knocked something over up there, maybe. Is that
3: like my dog? I think
2: that it's probably, they're probably fighting.
1: Say goodbye something to a camera. Something oh. fell over. Oh, no.
2: uh, I do um, and you know, we're on Twitch, the platform right now. Uh, so it, it's kind of hard to criticize too deeply or without, you know, feeling pretty hypocritical about it. Mm-hmm. But I have, um, I think that they've gotten better on some things that are like made me uncomfortable to see as a company. Uh, about four or five years ago, it was like often working with a partner rep was just a guy that would come out who was sort of like a fan. Uh, that and it's like that can get ve- that kind of business. Like you know, the way that you deal with people like that, that can be very dangerous whenever I, you're working with.
0: I, I feel like that's an uns- individual streamers, an unsaid thing that we. And like that's an uh, that's an issue that you, myself, other producers have talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we've never really talked about publicly.
2: Yeah, like partner reps on Twitch making are us just uncomfortable. Individual people, right? And oftentimes they are fans of these content creators. Yes, uh, and they're working remotely. You know, they they could be doing some things, and you know, it, it sounds like people are
0: probably talking about that. Right? Has that? Yeah. Well, none of the stuff you and, you're you talking about right now has been brought up. Okay. And it might eventually. Yeah. Uh, as Twitch starts getting under fire. Most of it's been focused right now on the uh, streamers mm-hmm. and creators. A couple things have come out very unfavorable towards Twitch and mm-hmm. how they've handled these things. Um, no specific instances of Twitch employees that I've seen yet. Yeah. Um, but I know definitely what you're talking about and that we'd had discussions about it yeah. and situations where back then, and these people aren't even partner reps anymore, Yeah, they were individuals we that, work with now, it's, it's gotten great. way more professional. Uh, great. Absolutely. You are correct.
2: I remember, I'll, I'll recall one specific instance of whenever we were still working at Geek and Sundry, I remember a partner rep coming, uh, who represented us at the time, um, Or I think he did, or he represented somebody, but he was kind of networking with. It wasn't you. He was yeah, I don't think it was us actually. But he was work. He was somebody's rep, and he showed up and was sort of networking with all the people there that we had because we used to have a lot of people coming through, and he was there for like a Friday night thing to sort of network. I couldn't help but notice that he was only talking to the girls, and I was like, "This is maybe a little icky," and I felt weird about it.
0: Yeah, and that's not you know that didn't go unnoticed. Yeah, and it was discussed. Yeah, Uh, but. Uh, This is like a whole separate, much... This is different. Different, larger... I'm going to have to read up Uh, on all of it.
3: I think the thing that um, disappointed me a lot was, okay, there's some big uh, Twitch streamers who are a-holes. Yes. Um, That I was less surprised about. Uh, there was but the stuff that really affected me was major um, brand reps marketing directors that type of person
0: people who, that work for companies that who, we've been in contact who with work for
3: major companies in gaming yeah. that make you know peripherals do stuff with charities even people that you would think are, are good human beings yeah. uh not so much so and, and sadly again i wasn't Uh, surprise but a a level an extra level of disappointed disappointment because i I even shared you a personal story where i you know i wanted to approach a brand because i'm always hustling other brands to get money for hyper rpg that's what i do that's how i became ceo y'all but uh and and this um i went to this brand's booth at a convention i think it was a pax west and you know, he just did this like kind of stroke under my ear, neck kind of thing. Mm. And then it's like, you know, as a woman, Who unfortunately is so used to this shit because all women are so used to this shit. You just do mental note like, "ew, creeper," and just like turn around, walk away. Never like,
0: and then we're never gonna
3: interact with that brand ever again. Even though I like that brand's products, their representative was gross. Yeah, yeah, you know. And I and I specifically am kind of afraid to go to parties by myself to avoid all this stuff. And, And
0: that's like to me, I think something I've always had a little bit of a problem with. And with Twitch, and I know they get called out for this stuff, and I hope people keep calling them out, is when you start to feel like the culture starts to support this stuff is, you know, I, Twitch has always ran, I think, a very fine line of trying to be punk rock, the indie guy, and then they get bought by Amazon and they start to grow up, and now they've got a lot of money and they start throwing that money around to throw big parties and make partners feel special. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're starting to create this atmosphere of hierarchy mm-hmm. that when you see it in action feels it's, it's really weird. gross. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, to the point that like, sometimes at TwitchCon people will come up to you and if they see you're an affiliate or a partner, they treat you differently. There's yeah. different lines for partners, affiliates, and guests. Yeah, I get I get
2: uncomfortable at TwitchCon whenever it's like here's you know this party and the partners are over here in their own VIP section, and we can literally see like the affiliates and not partners, like right here. And they yeah. just you you and see that's the a sanctioned divide. event from that.
0: Twitch. That's not like a private event. Yeah. That's a Twitch. You're installing a culture that kind of creates this vibe of you know, there's this hierarchy that you got to work your way to the top. And one of the most prevalent things that I saw in a lot of these women's statements and their fear of coming forward was the fear for their careers and being retaliated against and losing everything that they worked for. And I think Twitch has a lot to do with that. And yeah. I think Twitch could do a much better job in making people feel that you are protected and that there isn't this hierarchy that you have to climb that makes you have to give up your personal rights and your uncomfortability – To make sure that you still have a chance to succeed. Um, Because almost often this is like a power thing where the men feel that they are in a place of power compared to the woman Mm -hmm. um, and uh, assert themselves over them in that situation. But like,
3: in the world we live in, men do have power over the women. Yes. Right?
0: And this is not something that's unique to just Twitch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But...
3: It's like worse. Yeah. In some ways.
0: But... There's things that, you know, when you start seeing all these different accounts of these streamers, I know that YouTubers probably, this happens a lot too, and I've heard of it, but it's just like you see all these streamers. Like re- Twitch is a unique thing, and we've talked about this before. And you have a platform where there's a closeness. We're having this conversation right now with a hundred, couple hundred people, and there's a closeness here. Mm-hmm. Um, And we do see you all as like, family and some of you i know better than family but you're not and there's a boundary there and there has to be and it's a very tricky space to navigate and i do think twitch has to do a much better job of figuring that out as they've grown and i'm sure there's a lot of people internally that are trying i'm not going to sit here and paint every single person that works at twitch as a bad person i'm not going to because we've talked with very aware people who are trying to make I mean, valuable changes you know twitch
3: has people of color employees mm-hmm. queer employees we talk about yeah. you know some of the issues and values of hyper yeah. rpg and and they're you know and they get it uh, they, get, they it. get it but
0: yeah. like psychologically as a whole i feel like there has to be some discussions about when you work so hard to create a vi- an environment of engagement comfortability one-on-one time <clears> with individuals you see this a lot with female streamers having to constantly put up these boundaries and walls with their male audiences mm-hmm. and like, cause I, I kind of get it. You're, you're getting personal with us. You were at our wedding, you know, like a lot of my family wasn't there, but you were, and and there is a feeling of closeness there, but you have to keep a boundary. And there, I think there should be training there and, and walls. And that's a tough thing to say too, cause I don't want to start making excuses for these individuals the most harrowing thing about these cases that most of these people are talking about was the multiple women and that it's a pattern. And the second you see a pattern, it's like, these are just fucking awful people. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I don't feel like it matters then what Twitch does. They could do more to protect the women. But as far as the men are concerned, these are awful people that are, that have a pattern of abuse and they would be abusing people outside of Twitch. You know, it's just like, this is a platform that's making certain of those actions easier But it's, I feel like this needs such a deep discussion and it's a hard one to talk about because it affects so many women and, and, and people in general people and and, men too. And it's a very hard thing to talk about in that regard as an ally, as a supporter, um, Other than just – you know, it's like I don't want to get in a situation where we're just saying like I think that list is great and, you know, uh, knowing who not to hire and who to give opportunities to. But that also doesn't feel like it's helping, you know? Like it's just like, yeah, well, fuck that person. Yeah, it
2: doesn't stop the issue. Yeah. It just – it stops that person. It doesn't change the culture.
3: I mean (laughs) – I know you're saying it's like hard to talk about, and uh, as like a kind of femme person over here, um, it is, but it isn't. You know what I mean? And in some ways, it's not. I want to see more female leadership across the board, especially in all parts of gaming: game development, publishers, um, products, promoters, mm-hmm. esports teams, team leaders, companies you know, stories, all that kind of stuff. And I I think the more diversity that we have in gaming, a lot of the difficulties that happen because we don't have diversity, they're they're gonna get smaller and smaller. Ultimately, there's always monsters in the world, but we shouldn't, as an industry, allow people to feel like, hey, you're safe here, (laughs) because you're not, you know? And people are taking notes, you know, And, and go find somewhere else. Unfortunately, there are always, always, always going to be monsters in the world. That's why Mm -hmm. I'm very careful about using the word safe space here at Hyper RPG. Because sadly, I can't protect everybody in the world, even though I really, really want to. But in terms of, is it difficult? No. Don't be a fucking disgusting asshole. Yeah. Is that difficult? No. No. And if you are in a position of power, if you're those people's bosses, don't give them that platform. Don't let roaches hide underneath your rugs. Squash that shit. You know what? Own up to it. I know this is probably very hard right now because we have partners and friends that work at these companies that have been very decent people, and yet their co-workers are being called out right now. And what the fuck are they supposed to say? I mean, a couple individuals
0: I know left... One of the individuals who was called out for abusive behavior was a CEO of a marketing company that we've spoke to. And I have friends that work for that company. And, you know, they quit their jobs uh, when this came out because it was the CEO, you know, and they're like, I, they're done, you know, and their lives will forever be changed too. And, you know, from this and a lot of the individuals who were repped by that talent agency uh, left. Um, and I, and I want to rephrase, when I say hard to talk about, I, I should rephrase, this. it's hard for me to talk about in that I, like a lot of issues that happen with race and things like that, there's only so much I can talk about before I just need to shut up and ask somebody else what I should do to help. And talking about it only goes so far into regards of, fuck that guy, never working with that son of a bitch, You know, that's a piece of shit that's never going to be allowed to work with our company. And then it's like, well, that's not changing anything. Okay, so that guy goes and hides under a rock, and there's 20 other dudes that we don't know about that are over here still enabled to do things in this way.
2: Yeah, I want to, f- like, I w- go ahead.
3: Oh, I'm in, you know, I'm going to go on another rant, so you you get it out.
2: <laughs> like, I feel like there's just, like, a, like, yeah, I mean, you can you can fire these people, but it's like, how do we actually, how do we, how do we stop the issue? and like it's i'm always so i don't want to say surprise i'm just like jaded about it to learn that like there are so many people who have not been taught appropriate behavior uh in the workplace and i don't know if it's that if it's like a if is it a is it a you know they don't know what's inappropriate or you know they've I never think been they taught know. They or know, is it, yeah, or, or is they it would like wear a, it in
0: public, or is it just it, like a happens, sociopathic
2: psychological power need? It or something happens like that? in DMs.
0: It happens behind closed doors, yeah, which so always tells you they know th- that they it's should, wrong. They
2: probably know, yeah. So, how do we fix
3: that? I think it's on both sides, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's calling out this behavior that's wrong, and mm-hmm. right now we really need to believe the victims and, we need to support yeah. the victims yeah. it is so hard and so scary to come out with all this stuff but um, women right now in this space have been amazing because it just ne- takes one person to be brave and then another person that has yeah. been hiding this they're propping at, each other up and they're right propping now. each yeah. other up and like just like you need to listen to them, to support them, and understand the patterns of behavior that lead to this nonsense. And additionally, we need to have deeper conversations as a society, as a community, on you know, empowering people to speak up when they're being victimized yeah. and to recognize that they're being victimized. So much of my life was, oh, you know, if something bad happens to me, it's my fault Mm-hmm. or it's not a big deal or he's just an old guy i, I made all these excuses for discussing people and you know what i think it's an isolated in this uh, incident and then they go do that to hundreds of other women sometimes literally hundreds of other women because when you're in this industry you have access to that many people you know mm-hmm. and so like women need to be able to recognize when somebody is abusing their power, feel empowered to be able to say it and Mm -hmm. to feel like their communities, their coworkers, their companies, their organizations, their universities, wherever the fuck they are has their back because there is no reason for a woman to like come out to like slander somebody. They've done so many fucking studies.
0: Oh my God. So many studies. If you are a person who's ever commented on something that says something along the lines of like, well, you know, women make stuff up to, to ruin men's careers. Fuck you. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. That's so fucking dumb. Any woman who has ever come forward has gotten tenfold the amount of bullshit on the internet. They know by saying it. They hold it in for years because they know the hurt. they That's the thing. They're proving by holding it in how hard it is to talk about this shit because of bullshit like that. Yeah. Oh, God. Like you said, it's like you want to get muted off Twitter to just be like, fuck you, fuck you, Mm -hmm. fuck you, fuck you. All these fucking assholes that show up on these threads and just repeating this shit. Like, oh, women make this shit up. Oh, they're just going after the clout. What clout? (laughs) What clout? Yeah. How do you gain clout? Are you fucking serious? Yeah. It's Mm. not like
2: anybody's going around tossing out book deals to these people that that are coming forward that's who are not, living it,
0: with trauma yeah read read just read the women's if you can it's hard but read what they're having to say and you'll notice the <laughs> pattern in even what they're saying that they feel guilty yeah. uh they were afraid to say anything until now um you know often these were people who had a position of power over them and that those individuals used that against them these these patterns are, are replicated. You know, it's, they're patterns. Yeah. It's so, so fucking infuriating. Um, yeah, I get,
2: I get really fucking peeved about people being like, why didn't you do this exact thing at this exact time? People saying that to people dealing with trauma because we all deal with it differently. And like n- no one has any, um, you should never be expected to act perfectly and rationally whenever you're dealing with trauma. And you should be able to handle it however you need to. Yeah. That's fucking I think stupid. that's the most frustrating thing. If you is need like, time to figure out what to say or you need time and you don't want to talk about it, then that's yeah. your goddamn right.
1: Well, I think also it's frustrating when people say, the, like, when they say, why didn't you do this, that, or the other? There's no, like,
2: there's no playbook. Yeah. There's no right there's answer. No, there's no
1: playbook or right like, answer to also, how to, like, deal with this. And it's, it's like,
2: putting all of that on that person. It's yeah. like, why, why is it my like, yeah, fault? Why third do I have to yeah. fucking there's, deal There's yeah. also with this. a reason,
0: like Malika said, this all happens at once and floods the gates because yeah. – the women are holding this in and the amount of people who come, who speak up and how many of their close friends right back up behind them, be like proud of you. I know this was hard. Like they knew they just never had the courage to say it publicly. Mm. And it happens in a flood like this because they're all holding back and holding it in. And the women are empowering each other right now in the community to tell their stories. And they finally feel like they have some protection they finally feel like there's a community that will support them and believe them, but you still go to each of their posts and they're flooded with people just accusing them of clout chasing and making stuff up and, I I, I just, oh, oh, and and I I want to be proactive, uh, yeah. with the power that I have and try to come up with ideas to help support. Um,
3: I I think we could changing.
0: Have- the industry, you know?
3: I think we could have a deeper discussion about communication and boundaries Mm -hmm. though, because, you know, we've had this conversation before about toxic masculinity and, you know, there are people in our community who don't like that term, but right now there isn't anything that I know that kind of describes what I'm trying to talk about in that, you know, many of us, we feel like we're nerds. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm a nerd, Uh, you know, earlier today, Grammarly told me that 92% of my words are unusual, <laughs> you know?
2: Maybe <laughs> we could have told you that. <laughs> <laughs> um, They're like, we don't even know what she's saying. So, uh, you <laughs> know, <laughs> uh, these aren't words. <laughs> uh, and so if, you, you know,
3: you grow up your whole life, however you identify, your, you know, gender-wise, that you're weird and awkward, and, and that really is a hit to your self-esteem. Yet if we put out um, messages and media, you know, we're, we're content creators, Right. That you are a loser because you don't have a girlfriend. Yeah. Suddenly, if you're getting some attention from people who could be your girlfriend or you want them to be your girlfriend, that's when it gets out of control. I think it it is some deep societal stuff about power, about privilege, about feeling like, you know, internalizing your own self-hatred. Dude, I know
0: you and I talked about this a little bit over the weekend in that, you know... I, I try to think back. I went through all of high school having no attention from women pretty much at all. Um, and a couple times I did, it was usually like them pranking me or something. You know, like I was one of those nerds where somebody would be like, you want to go on a date? Ha, ha, ha. It was I got dared to ask you. Fuck you. Uh, I was that awkward guy. Which, And then all of a sudden, around the age of 17 or 18, women started to notice me and I started to and obviously i wanted them to notice me and um i had no fucking clue how to talk to women i wasn't taught i learned more from lucas about how to talk to women when he was 5 and this is an honest to god truth lucas had confidence at 5 that i didn't have till 20 and i was not i didn't oh help god, with that god what happened <laughs> 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 oh
2: no i used to be
0: confident uh. Do you remember how confident?
2: Yeah. I used to go up to girls and uh, the do the uh, the Chandler or the Joey thing from Friends. How you doing? <laughs> I was like five years old.
0: He would at restaurants be like asking wait waitresses for their number, and you know it's like we laugh about it, but it's like we're not creating a uh, uh, a little bit of a little asshole, are we? But luckily, Lucas understood. You yeah. know, even at a young age, I knew I was being funny. Yeah, uh, he and of course almost always cuz he was like seven and the women were like yeah I'll give you my number and I'm like what the fuck <laughs> uh, but anyway I I had no positive examples and Lucas and I grew up around so much toxic masculinity oh uh, yeah like it you it could honestly be considered I think a mental disease down there it is fucking rough yeah. the amount of toxic masculinity and it it's all around you and even when you're weird even when you are outside of that culture it's still all you really see it's all you are really exposed to and how you are supposed to talk to women, how you are supposed to see women. And I feel very fortunate that my first year at a major college, I was housed with a bunch of other nerds in the music ship. And though there were people there who also had a lot of growing to do and made a lot of mistakes, they there was a totally different vibe. And I had to kind of re-educate myself from 19 up and how to behave and just throw years of conditioning out the fucking window because everything i learned was wrong and i i just i try to think back like i've probably said some terrible things at that age not knowing how i'm supposed to behave things that my heart doesn't feel but thinking i'm playing the game this is how men and women communicate with Mm -hmm. each other this is how the world's supposed to work it's a game which is, a, when you think about one of the dumbest fucking things ever. Yeah. Um, and I, there has to be better tools in place to help us grow and discussions around these things. And, you know, streaming. Like, I, I can't even imagine people we went to fucking school with having access to a camera and thousands of little... Young women followers At yeah. the ages of 18 mm-hmm. Yeah Holy fuck That's dynamite Yeah In a bad way I, yeah. like it's There's a, gotta be like An education. It's a ticking time bomb Yeah they, They've never been taught mm. How to not be toxic
1: Yeah I was a terrible First boyfriend Yeah I was really bad Yeah And I I, I purposely I My first girlfriend Was when I was How old were we 19 And there's somebody I really liked For years and years And we liked each other And, like, her mom was extremely sick. My grandpa was extremely sick. It was not a good time in our life to be in a relationship. And we butted heads a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot, a lot, a lot. And our relationship, both ways, was like pretty, pretty toxic. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And then I
0: I went through those too. Yeah. I think back, I'm like, who was I? Yeah. What is that? We
1: broke up when we were like 22, I think. And I was like, I'm not going to date anybody. Until I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I feel ready. And I didn't. I mean, Emily's my first girlfriend since that relationship. Holy shit. <clears throat> and I learned a lot about myself. And I learned a lot about what it means to, like, be good in a relationship. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully that's reflected in our relationship. Um, But, yeah, I, I like, purposely was like, you know what? I'm not going to put myself through this. I'm not going to put another person through this. I want to, like, remove myself from that and just, like, focus on me and my goals and my objectives in my life. Yeah. And, like get older and become a better person to then feel comfortable being in a relationship where I'm like, Oh, I'm calm. I'm collected. If I have a disagreement with someone, like I'm not going to argue with them about it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be like really cool about it. And we'll just talk
0: it out. Yeah. It's, It's really unfortunate that I just, I can't even imagine being as dumb and impressionable as I was and having the kind of power some of these individuals have. Yeah. And what frustrates me more is like a lot of these individuals, though, they're like mid-30s and have families and mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I you think there's and a there's a naivety <clears throat> of like I haven't really grown up yet, so maybe I don't quite understand mm-hmm. the ramifications of having this kind of power and holding it over someone or not holding it over someone. But, you know, you can it can be inappropriate behavior just to have power and talk to someone a certain way. You just don't do it. And I don't think people learn that quickly enough. Yeah. Uh, But there is a growing up of like, after a certain point, there's no fucking excuse here. You're just, you're being gross. Yeah.
3: But, you know, that's why it starts at a young age. Because you guys are talking about like maybe being a shitty partner. And I'm like, man, I don't know if I had a healthy romantic relationship till I was like 24. Mm -hmm. And then I go back to shit. When I was in seventh grade, a boy grabbed my ass and I didn't know what to do. So I kicked him in the shins. Yeah. You know, like nobody had a conversation. My mom, my, you know, family members, teachers, like they don't tell you what to do when you feel violated. So Mm -hmm. I kicked him in the shins. Yeah. But at at
0: the same time, though, I wouldn't doubt that that boy, because it's seventh grade. Yeah. Like. That's not predatory behavior. That's influential behavior. Yes, that's exactly. They watched it in a movie that, yeah, or that's some That's someone shit. influencing that kid yeah. to be like, this is how the I show. The movie showed, said it was okay. This is how I flirt with women. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, Or, you know, I, I'm attracted to this girl and this is how I'm going to flirt. And there's just so much shit. Or somebody's shit. weird fucking uncle being like, you know, you got to slap him in the butt. Or, <laughs> you
3: know, when you have a president who's like, just grab him yeah. by the pussy. How many little yeah. boys we're are like, okay? From
2: I guess our, I will. We're hearing this from our, uh, our most... Commander influential, in chief. yeah person in the our most country. influential
0: person in the country uses language like that mm-hmm. I, and and again, this is like uh. The, uh, from a personal standpoint, Good and it's Lord. like this is the challenge, like this stuff gets me really, really worked up, and it gets me worked up to a point that I realize that I'm just making my wife, who I love so much relive trauma, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I love you. I hate seeing you sad. I hate putting you in a position where I'm like motherfucker and it's just making you have to, you know, like I that I want us to like hit this shit head first and and I want to do it in a way that doesn't make other people feel sad.
3: I mean, I'm already sad. So oh, No, no. <laughs> um uh <laughs> You, I mean, you t- you're the tall one who told me last night I'm, like, stress scrolling my newsfeed. I was probably because I had it in my head, like, I got to uh, weed out all the abusers out of my timeline. Yeah. <laughs> Dude,
0: I thought you were, like, possessed by a demon. <laughs> Literally, yeah. 4 a.m., 4.45 a.m. I know because I didn't <laughs> go back to sleep. 4.45 a.m., I wake up to – I'm a super, super light sleeper. So just uh, like the and light – And I
3: normally – I sleep like a rock.
0: Like a rock. Just the light of a phone screen is enough to wake me up. So like Jeez. I wake up to this light from the screen and I look over and Malika um, – her phone is technically open but it's just like on her settings page and she's doing that thing where she scrolls with her thumb but the phone is being held to her right and her face is just looking forward blankly, not at her phone, and she's just doing this. And it's just like going up and down on her phone. And I'm like, are you okay? And she puts her phone down, what? I was like, are you okay? You're on your phone. No, I'm not. Why'd you wake me up? oh, fuck, Malik is possessed. What's happening? <laughs> oh, there's a demon in the house.
1: <laughs> I'm moving out. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think Osmosis called it correctly. Doom scrolling. I yeah. never heard that one, but I yeah, know. that's what I was uh, doing. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I was doing. That was, that was what I was term. doing. Uh,
2: just doom scrolling.
3: Uh,
2: just, that's, that's just Twitter, though. You're, yeah. If you're on Twitter, you're doom scrolling. Yeah, yeah pretty much. I I I mean, mean, in, in 2020, general.
0: it's doom
3: scrolling. What yes. did I <laughs> call <laughs> it? Hit and run tragedies. Oh, shit. Where'd it go?
0: But when oh, I say it's hard to talk about, yeah. What I'm trying to say is like, it is hard to talk about because people I love and care for, not just you, my friends, so many of my friends posted this weekend, mm-hmm. people I respect so mm-hmm. much people that I think are amazing and creators yeah. and, and people that we've worked with are making their posts. And I'm like, I, I want to talk about this. But I don't want to, like, force people to relive that trauma over and over again. and mm-hmm. I, So it's like wanting to find a way forward but not just making people sit in this and just be constantly reminded
3: but like, about how
0: shitty the situation you is. You know,
3: look, I'm not a therapist, but I'm trying to learn myself on how to, like, support other people better.
0: Yeah. And just
3: asking people, you know, um, what do you want to happen you know, what do you want to happen? That's that's an amazing I'm question we am not even that. Ask. I'm I'm
0: talking about using our platform. Yeah. I, I would never, like, bring that shit into someone else's timeline. Mm-hmm. I mean more even from our own because I know that they follow or, like, in your instance, you live here. You're mm-hmm. our CEO. These things are traumatic to be constantly having to see all this shit. So, like, being able to use our platform – to influence and discuss and push forward the right thing without subjecting all the people in our community, you, our friends, to constantly having to relive that shit, you know, that circle. So that that's the struggle, I say, with, like, trying to talk about it and, like, finding the right way to express that anger and want the change, but not create a circle in that conversation. Yeah. That's the challenge,
3: what do you guys want to happen? I'm asking you guys in the chat room. I want to hear from you guys too. This is a two way conversation
0: it is it is, and I, I yeah, I know I, it's just it's like so many people in this country are abused. The percentages the the stats are there there's a large percentage that are probably victims in our chat room Ugh. I'll never forget in college. Which it wasn't college until I ever had to learn anything about what women go through. <laughs> Even the slightest bit,
3: well, well, you know? That's why it's like, and t- talk to your children. Yeah, you but, know? you
0: know, like, I could see how hard my mom had to work harder than everyone else, you know, like, to be heard. But at the same time, like, she's surrounded by, you know, a very particular way of thinking. And she's afraid to speak up about certain things. And, um... And, but like going to college and like the very first time I hear that, what was it? Like one in three women, uh, have been sexually assaulted, you know? And you're just like,
3: I think for rape, it's like one or four and one, one out of five. F- one four. Yeah. Yeah. One in four. Yeah.
0: I think. And, uh, one out of, four,
3: one out of five. Yeah.
0: That in and of itself.
3: It's f- so hard to measure though. Cause of the re- reporting rates yeah. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That
0: in and of itself floored me. Yeah. And I'll never forget the first time I heard that and being like.
3: Yeah, like you personally know many survivors of rape.
0: Yeah. Many. And as a RA in college for three years, that's the reason I had to go through that training. Like I had to go through training uh, and how to deal with it and talk to the women and the men on the floor and how to try to create a safe environment. And oh fuck, was college just like a disaster zone and a hotbed of of fuckery Mm -hmm. and awfulness. And uh, saw a lot of shit. I had to deal with a lot of shit and um, be that kind of first responder for a lot of people that were going through that hurt. And I just – the thing I'm trying to say is like I just – I couldn't believe how ignorant I was. Yeah. Just how absolutely ignorant I was to the pain so many people were feeling.
3: I, I mean I felt that way, you know, I was telling you about it when I was a college freshman and a professor made me feel uncomfortable, which is very, 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 very common. Mm-hmm. And apparently that professor was kicked out of his former university for making other people feel uncomfortable because mm-hmm. he was doing weird shit. And being upset that I didn't know I had rights in that situation. Yeah. You know? That I because I felt like I had to go home and cry in a pillow and that's just what your life that's what life is. Yeah. Whereas, you know, uh, luckily, the dean of my, uni- uh, my college within my university believed me, believed me. Believing the victim is so powerful, mm. so important. And sometimes we get all bent out of shape because we want to defeat racism and sexism and rape and, and abuse and all these horrible, horrible, horrible things that will happen in, in the world forever and ever and ever and war and and all these things, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um. But there are some basic things you can do that are making the small changes that will stack on top of each other that will change the world. I really, truly believe in that shit, mm. you know? And it's just... Believing the victims, talking to younger children, boys and girls. They need to know about their rights. They need need to know about healthy communication. They need Mm -hmm. to know about boundaries, stuff they should teach in schools. Sure, you know, people are like, well, why aren't the parents teaching? Sometimes kids don't have parents like that, you know? Yeah. Um,
0: And even when you have good parents that want to teach you the right ways, there's just certain things that, like, they're ignorant to. Because it's not stuff that our society puts on display and talks about. I bet my parents didn't know those stats. Yeah. You know what I mean?
3: Um, You speak about training. I actually believe a lot into it. Um, At bigger organizations, uh, the state mandates that you have to have sexual harassment training, etc. I was sexually harassed in graduate school. And I escalated it in university, uh, in the university system. And... Uh, I was upset that all graduate students did not have to go through sexual harassment training. Additionally, smaller companies are not mandated to require sexual harassment training, right? And so uh, I learned the hard way as a freelancer in the games industry to not work at smaller studios because those employees didn't necessarily have to go for sexual harassment training and that I would have to fend for myself. You know, if people wanted to touch me, wanted to say things about me, wanted to verbally undress me, uh, very, very violating kinds of things. And, you know, uh, many of these people who are in the industry who are came out as abusers, they're freelancers. Yeah. They, didn't, they didn't have to go through that kind of training in, in, in school, or college, university. But, I mean, in a, in a system, system like Twitch,
0: thing. there's no way Twitch could ever mandate that its streamers go through uh, training. No. These people work out of their homes all over the world. They're
3: they're freelancers.
0: They're freelancers. They're Mm going to, you know, I think, I don't know. Like when I said, I want to be proactive. And it's like one of the things that I don't think Twitch should do. I don't think Twitch should have VIP parties with alcohol. I just don't think they should. And I don't want to sit here and act like alcohol is the only reason men do these things. Because I don't think that's true. No. But I think it creates a culture around like I said, just like creating this hierarchy at every step and then supporting that hierarchy at public functions validates these men in the power that they feel they have, I don't think that a company... That is supporting these concepts and trying to make people equal and have their voices heard and all these things. I think they need to come up with better ways to make everyone feel together instead of a giant party in a really tight space with thousands of people crammed together, where you other. can't you can't keep a good track on the drinks. I mean, let's not forget uh, two years ago or three years ago when they had their TwitchCon party.
3: Well, with and the open drinks there was everywhere. the open
0: drink area where it was just like cups went,
3: of alcohol. Yeah, beverages. just cups
0: of beer for people to pick up that no one was. Going it was just on a table and someone got roofied that night And there i remember the san diego one
1: this is like four or five years four, now yeah a while ago and i remember there was like <clears throat> there was like a partner area that i remember was like roped off and we got i don't remember if we were supposed to be in there but we got in there i brought a friend of mine and it was the wildest thing because we're standing there and we walk up to the bar and we're like Can we get something? They're like, oh, yeah, just take whatever you want. And it was just like wine glass and beer and wine glass and beer and wine like everywhere. And I'm like, man, this is like too easy for someone to be able to just like pick up drinks and go. Yes.
0: And I know that they've started to implement changes. But at the same time, it's like you're not – You're trying to act like this cool punk rock kid. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, let's fucking party. It's high school. Yeah. It's like, let's fucking party. And it's like, at the same time, you're wanting to be fucking Amazon and you're wanting to create a a space that supports all these individuals. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, d- find a different way to have fun instead of putting yourself in situations yeah. where you're supporting this idea of like let's get fucked up. Yeah, and, you know where. And I understand the cons in general are <clears throat> notorious around the country for having this idea of like people go party. to the cons and they're going to party their ass off. I mean, look at Comic Con. Like,
1: like Comic Con is like all about getting into hall H and going to the. The big parties. parties. Yeah, and last year we pretty much like opted out of those things. We ended up going to like a completely different part of San Diego with like Matt
0: and Lucas, and you know we were just like, no, we don't want. to But again, like I'm also old as fuck, and I've never been a partier, so I it's hard. It's but I understand that it's easy. We don't even get
3: into a lot of those.
0: Yeah,
3: (laughs) (laughs)
1: and like and like I am. Mm -hmm. It could also be because I'm 33 now. I'm kind of like not interested in those things anymore. Yeah. You know, but it's I feel like, like it's you're exhausting. putting a bunch of
0: fucking twenty and twenty one exactly. year old kids.
1: or twenty-one year old kids Well, sometimes they're younger than that and they, yeah. they get yeah, in.
0: but it's just like you're f- just flooding them in this space.
1: Yeah. You need to they need And to, you're
0: creating a culture.
1: Yeah. They need to Who knows if they'll ever do this, but I think they really need to restrict how much free Alcohol they offer people, mm-hmm. you know, like have a two drink max oh, yeah. at each thing that you go. Yeah, to. I so but feel then like
3: people give their tickets to other people. Oh, yeah. for sure. And- but
0: even then, it's like I don't, I don't know if that would change because I, I feel like I've seen that happen recently. And I, like we go to so few of these that we mainly just hear through stories of people who are like, mm-hmm. I went, this happened, it was fucked up, it was crazy. We don't go to a lot of this stuff. Yeah. But I would love other functions and other options, you know, like an ice cream social. Buy us all fucking ice sure. cream. There, yeah. was, no?
3: <laughs> there was that other brand that had the massage chairs. That yeah, was pretty nice. Yeah, you know, nice. well, I think
1: also like those parties to me, I I always got the impression when I first started going professionally to cons that like they were meant to be social events. Right. And it's like a way to talk to people yelling. And meet people. Yeah. But man, ninety five percent of those people are so trash. Yeah. There's no social like you're yeah. not having a conversation. But that's still how
0: a lot of the industry works. And oh, there's I been know. whole discussions about this where if you're not a partying or a drinking individual, like you get left out of those conversations Yeah, because like, like oh, they're you're not, not going fun. you're not going through the paces. Yeah. Right. Uh, which we've always kind of like been on the counterside of. And yeah. you can make it regardless, but it is much quicker to create those bonds yeah. and friendships earlier. But at the same time, like, it's just all about the culture you want to create. Yeah. Yeah. And if you really want to create a culture that isn't continually putting these men in positions to abuse these women, stop giving them the option and create tools that can actually help protect the women in these situations. And I know some of them you can't – like, a lot of the stuff happens on Snapchat. It happens on Instagram. They they find them in their chat room, Mm -hmm. and then they eventually get them into their private Snapchats and things like that. And it happens off-platform, but – a lot of this stuff happens at cons, though, and a lot of the stories are like from cons, and yeah. cons are notoriously bad for protecting. Can I just
1: say I hate it when people DM me. <laughs> uh, yeah. I hate it. I hate it so much that I start ignoring DMs, and I hate doing that too. So I tell people like, just tweet me, just like tweet me, so it's like you know, Out so in the everyone open. can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I don't I don't like it, and I close them off. But you know, like on Instagram, they have like a tab that's like requests. And I have, like, over 40, and I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't want to answer them. Very rarely do I do. <laughs> if it's someone that I, I, I've i met personally before, then I'll respond, but usually I'm just like, man, I hate – I wish there was, like, no DMs on social media.
3: I mean, I have DMs open, um, and a lot of people – I do, too. They DM me, Hi. Which sounds friendly and harmless, and I'm like, no, but it's not. It's
0: an open invitation no, to try a- to create a dialogue. No,
3: it's like I, I'm like, yo, this is a recipe for harassment. Yeah. But you know, students reach out to me a lot because I have a, you know a reputation for mentoring people and stuff. That's fine, um, especially you know like people of color, women in gaming, stuff like that. I I love that's why I have DMs. my email public,
1: yeah. and like you can tweet me mm-hmm. publicly and and all that all that stuff. Or like I'll do Q and A things on Instagram. And I'll just like respond, like publicly respond to those. Yeah, things. I don't,
0: I don't personally mind it um, because, and, and I, it's hard for me to respond to people uh, just out of being busy. But I try to when I can. Uh, but I do get a lot of random DMs that are very clearly bait or yeah. somebody just trying to be like.
1: Oh, those I just like completely. Yeah. I just delete them. Or, yeah. Yeah.
0: Please engage. Eh, yeah. You got if, a question about if, an RPG or a production? If yeah, it's yeah, like we'll a talk.
1: specific question like
0: that, then yeah, I'll yeah.
1: usually respond. But if it's something that like, I'm not sure where they're trying to like lead me to. I'm like, yeah, I want to eh. know from
0: the start, where are you going? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to start a conversation with you. If all you said is hello.
1: <laughs> yeah. But now, if it's something that's like very specific of like, Hey, I'm looking for this particular thing. Or yeah. I noticed you yeah. have this headset. Then I'm like, okay, that's like, I know exactly what this person's asking of me. I'd love to see like a change that I, I that I would like to see is, um,
2: these representatives that you know they represent a company and they have to go out and seek talent. Yeah. Uh, I think that they're they are often they can be pretty problematic. Yeah, uh, I'd love to see those conversations not happen on social media. Maybe you started on social media get the, to get the email address or whatever, but then mm. I'd love to see it. You know, primarily happen via email with a supervisor CC'd. Mm. So because yeah. I, I never think, direct. Yeah, I I would love it if if there's more than one person in the room. So these guys can't be like predatory, <clears throat> but that does not fix the overall issue of what they're feeling inside. Uh, no, and, and their but their you, belief yeah. that they can do that kind of thing. But
0: I think at the end of the day, a lot of people do this stuff because they they know they can get away with it, or they believe they can. Yeah. And if we keep calling it out, and we change these tools, and we we put it out in the open, people will be forced to to not do that shit. Yeah. You know, like. Even if it's out of fear and they're still deep down terrible people, <laughs> mm-hmm. at least they're not hurting anyone. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's, that's the goal there, is making sure people aren't getting hurt. But a lot of this is a roundabout way to get to the discussion of our schedule this week. Yeah. Which um, a lot of individuals who believe Twitch is not taking this stuff serious no- enough. And there's, you can dive deep into all the messages. I don't want to like, go too deep into it here but twitch kind of got put on blast as well for not responding to some of these things properly having these things brought up to vps and the ceo himself and the ceo not taking it seriously and people who don't work at twitch anymore coming forward with their own accounts of how these things were taken seriously and issues of nepotism and things like that uh so a lot of times when twitch puts out these statements it kind of falls on deaf ears because it feels like we've heard it all before you're still not taking these things seriously. And so quite a few people have been organizing for Blackout Wednesday, which would be not streaming on Twitch Wednesday uh, to try to get Twitch to take this shit seriously. I, uh, and we talked about it internally. And, you know, I think we're going to participate and not stream Wednesday, but we will stream on Instagram yeah. and we will go on an adventure and you can still support us outside of Twitch. Uh, you don't have to support us through subs and bits. You can just, when you go to Streamlabs, that's not owned by Twitch. When you tip to us, that's through PayPal, not Twitch. Uh, so there are ways you could still support us on Wednesday. Uh, so I would say follow us on Instagram, and we're gonna do a special stream looking for our RV, uh, for our big road trip that we've been talking about. So we might go out to an old RV place and and uh, do an Instagram live from there as we check out certain models and stuff like that. So. It'll be a lot of fun, but we will not be streaming on Twitch on Wednesday. So support Blackout Wednesday. And it's tough because I agree with the sentiment. And I agree with why people want it to happen. Yeah. I don't think it'll work.
3: I I feel like it's very important to show solidarity in this time. You know, I when I put myself out there in a vulnerable position – when people have shown support, that felt really, really good, yeah. even if it didn't create immediate, huge, systemic change. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was very important. <coughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think my part is messaging our rep, uh, talking to the people internally that we know. I think that will – causing that kind of headache for them will do more. Uh, Unless some major, major, major streamers – take part in this. It won't even be a blip on their radar. But uh, it just won't cuz they they pull in so much uh, traffic per day and this is a worldwide platform. It's not just the United States where a majority of these problems are happening. Uh it's not just English speakers, you know. Yeah. And uh it would just have to be a massive 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 blackout on Twitch for it to actually make someone at Twitch be like fuck, we lost this much money. Fuck. Because that's the goal. And I'm only talking about because that's what the intended goal was. Right. Hit them in their pocketbook so they'll pay attention. Right. If the intended goal was stated just as to show a sign of solidarity, uh, then I'm like, you'll get that 100%. Sure. But the goal being to hit them in their pocketbook, I don't think you will.
3: I mean, look, most of the uh, environmental pollution that happens right now is big corporations. That doesn't keep me from putting, like, these cans and the recycling Mm -hmm. you know what Mm -hmm. i mean
0: no i agree i'm saying we should do it i'm just like i don't want to act like we're changing the world by doing it yeah uh i think there's other things we'll be doing behind the scenes but haven't you heard
3: one drop raises the sea zach
0: not the way twitch works the whole platform in and of itself is built where when we're offline take for instance if we didn't stream today more j a majority of you watching are still gonna be on the platform and you'll go watch other people. And that's what will happen. A lot of people won't stream, but the people who came to Twitch they're gonna watch someone else that they follow. Yeah. And the the view you know, it's like at the end of the day, unless everyone does it. It's
2: not changing much. Yeah.
0: But I completely agree in doing it in solidarity and showing support, uh, because I do think Twitch needs to take action. And it's tough to say that because I don't know what the fuck Twitch can do. Yeah. And it's like, it's easy for me to sit here and say, Twitch, do something. But outside of like, uh, you know, banning all these individuals and kicking them off your platform, step one. Step two, I'm not smart enough to know. I can theorize. I can sit here and bitch about it and argue about it. Uh, I don't fucking know. I feel like these are big issues that require so much work. And it needs to be somebody's full-time fucking job to figure yep. it out like a whole department of people yeah and and i'm sure they have some of that i'm sure they do uh, and i like i said especially seeing some of the ex twitch employees come out there's very clearly people on the inside that want action mm-hmm. that want things to happen want things to be taken more seriously um you know but at the end of the day if emmett don't think it's a big deal what the fuck are you gonna do he's the boss and I don't, you know, I wish Hyper was big enough that we could be like, hey, fuck you, Emmett. We don't like how you handled this, and we're not going to stream today. And I'll be like, fuck, man, I'm going to lose a shit ton of money. But yeah, that ain't how it works. We're going uh, to move over to Mixer. Speak, oh, yeah. well, uh, speaking of. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say.
3: So, Mixer, no more.
0: Yeah. Talk about right when people are trying to organize, like, everyone, Blackout, Twitch. Mixer's like, hold my beer. Yeah. Uh Everybody flood Twitch. Uh, Go back to signing up on Twitch because ain't nobody fucking going over to Facebook gaming. So everybody just reactivate your Twitch accounts. Give Twitch all that traffic.
3: So Mixer is kind of like the Microsoft version of gaming live streaming. So it's kind of like the Microsoft version of Twitch. Yeah. 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 It it never grew to be as big as Twitch. It came a little bit later. Um, They were doing some cool stuff. I actually worked on a... I mean,
0: you can say... Like, yeah, they never got as big, but they did spend $30 million on Ninja and $10 million on Shroud. You know, like... Microsoft money.
3: I helped organize some some women in gaming events uh, with the Microsoft team uh, over at Mixer. You know, that was a small team, of course. But, uh, you know, we we had some friends who, who jumped ship from Twitch to Mixer and now... They're probably hating what they did. Yeah. You know? Um.
0: I mean, the thing that worries me the most is I have the most problems with Facebook. Mm. The most.
3: Yeah. Uh, So if you haven't heard... A lot
0: of people are trying to theorize that Mixer did this because they just recently got called out for some shit internally. mm. Um, But there's no way... Like, these deals take so long. They've probably been talking to people on the back end... For fucking months, four months about this. Uh, just good timing for the second they get under heat. Oh, by the way, <laughs> not not our problem anymore. <laughs> Talk to Facebook. Fucking shit, man. Uh, I have so many issues with Facebook though, and how they've treated my friends. And yeah. I can't break in. I can't break NDAs for them, but I can say that like
3: NG, not good.
0: And the thing I like the most about Mixer is Twitch needed competition. Yeah. Twitch needed a competitor, keep taking people like Ninja and Shroud, yeah. to help make them a better company. I don't like this idea of their biggest competitor, which isn't wasn't even really that big of a competitor. I guess YouTube Gaming is still their biggest competitor, but one of their bigger competitors just disappearing is not, not good. Not good.
3: I mean, it was it, it felt very sudden, out of nowhere, for people who not in know. Right? I I was shocked. Yeah, yeah. I've well, I mean, the
0: people who worked there were shocked. Yeah. Uh, people who worked there came out on Reddit and were like saying stuff like, uh, I knew just when you did or uh, the night before you did. Like they didn't tell people in those departments till the night before that. Oh, by the way, tomorrow we're announcing that. Uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> on a Sunday, no less. <laughs>
0: yeah, dude. Fuck. Jesus. Fuck. That's brutal.
1: I think I spend about five minutes on Mixer, so I don't know anything about it.
3: Other it had some good ideas. One one of the advantages was with Mixer. Once you went to your Xbox homepage, it would push like the front page of Mixer to it, which you know made sense because yeah. it's like, why is it going to promote Twitch, Something you else, know, it's from yeah. another competitor company? So that was pretty cool. They and also
0: made it really easy for people to stream from a console. Yeah. Uh, you could stream from your Xbox directly to mixer very easily hmm. um,
3: um some of the like women in gaming stuff they were a little bit on it a little bit more mm-hmm. in terms of um stricter community guidelines and stuff um Some people praise them for that yeah um if you are part of certain games like the Minecraft community because it 's a Microsoft game, you know it kind of integrated yeah. very well um yeah there you know there was some things some interesting things yeah
0: yeah i I don't know, man. It's it's unfortunate. Uh, I feel like we're right now trying to hold Twitch accountable for some fucked up stuff that happens on their platform, and the Mixer announces this, and it's going to like, it will brush a lot of that Twitch stuff under the rug.
3: Yes. Uh, That's what I was frustrated about. Adam and I were looking at what's trending right now, and then it's like, Mixer going away, Ninja and Shroud made a lot of money, and then... The fact that you know we need to hold Twitch accountable is kind of on the bottom. Yeah, it'll cloud that, that up, stuff. and
0: also they will get a ton of new sign-ups from it. They yeah. just will. A lot of a lot of a lot of creators are not going to jump over to Facebook Gaming. Yeah. I mean,
1: overall today, and like, okay, you, you can't time it, but overall today there's just been like so many things going on in like tech and entertainment that like I I couldn't even find it. I had to like manually search for it. I couldn't even find it on any of my tabs. You not know. trending, not news, not entertainment. Nowhere. Yeah. Because there were just so many other things going on today. Whether like, it was Ninja, like w- what, w- it, WWDC. There's nothing going on in the world. <laughs> um, Whatever other bullshit political things are happening with our incompetent president.
3: We yeah. had our Batman um, actor. He passed away. So. Yeah. Actor?
0: Yeah. Batman actor. The director?
1: director? Oh, Joel Schumacher. Something yeah. My bad. Yeah, Joel Schumacher passed away. I didn't realize he was 80, which yeah. means he was like pretty old when he made those Batman movies. hmm because they're twenty-five years old, so he, you know he was he was up there. I, I didn't I didn't realize it, but Joel Schumacher made a lot of other stuff outside of uh, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. But I think that's what people nowadays are probably know him most for. But St. Elmo's Fire, you know, um, uh, the Lost Boys, the Client, tons of other stuff.
3: Uh, Megan Fox came out and called out some kind of sexual harassment. Well, of-
0: that, yeah, that that, yeah. that does not. Yeah. <sighs> well, the thing that really frustrates me about the Megan me. Fox stuff is like. Boy, like, you hit the nail on the head when it's like everyone knew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We all fucking knew. Everybody knows this story about her fucking washing Michael Bay's car.
1: Yeah. Oh, I I didn't know about that until. Oh, you didn't? Yeah.
0: Fuck, man. I remember that hitting the news back in, like, 2010, you know, and it being a big discussion, but.
1: The only news I remember was when she didn't come back for Transformers 3, sometime before or after it um, was the article where he basically talked so negatively about her. And uh, I think everybody looked at that and was like, there's no way this person can be that bad
3: to work with. Uh, Yeah,
1: I mean, Michael Bay came to our VFX studio once when we were working on Transformers 3, and he was on his way. The only reason he stopped by was because he was on his way to the Super Bowl, and it was you know we were on the way so that was the only reason and he was like i don't want to waste too much time because i know we need to be working on the movie and i'm like oh you're one of those people
0: okay <laughs> cool hey don't let me distract you from that project i'm paying you no yeah, money to be working it, on right pretty now. much <laughs> pretty much um, yeah yeah and it, it's it's sad that like her career
1: Granted, I like I will also admit, like I don't seek out Megan Fox's work. The well, yeah. last thing I saw her in was the turtle. Well, she took movies. a long break. Well, yeah. also
3: she's a Florida girl, a so tiny, I seek yeah. out her work. Yeah,
1: sorry. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I feel bad that she's been a lot. Of, except for Jennifer's body, uh, a lot of the things that she's been in has been, you know, like not good. Yeah. And at a certain Which is point is nobody's fault. Yeah. I mean it's like at a certain point I'm like, man, I want to see this actor be given something really good. Yeah. Um, because I I don't I would hate I would hate to be an actor who's only known as being like this a very stereotype or, or this thing in this movie for yeah. this director. Yeah. Like I think yeah. as an actor, you want to be able to have more opportunities. And like Shia LaBeouf got that. Yeah. Megan Fox has never had
0: that. It would be nice to see that.
3: Also, there are some new hotspots for the pandemic.
0: Yeah, the pandemic's going crazy. I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to, like, my brain is so foggy. I'm trying to order a coffee, and I've been trying for an hour, and I can't even complete this damn thing. Uh, Yeah, pandemic is fucking. We have, like, nearly a quarter of the worldwide deaths. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: Pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I jokingly put on the thing, you know, week infinity of camp social distance my family knows that i work for a living why do they always call me throughout the day because
3: they love you <laughs>
1: i work i work i work i work god damn it um i put i put week infinity of camp social distance and like it really
0: feels like it yeah you know where it does we're, we're four months into this ish It's not going anywhere, man. Yeah. I mean, I like the thing that frustrates me the most is to see people complaining about masks, see people complaining about social distancing, how they want to get the economy started again. And it's like, the more if you all just fucking did Did what you were supposed to do, the quicker things can go back to normal. But because you're not, this shit's going to fucking go on all year.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: We're not getting back to normal. We haven't even got out of the first wave
3: yet.
1: No. And it's going to happen again in a couple months.
3: Now there's
0: research coming out that they don't even know if the antibodies last.
3: Uh, Yeah, I read that. There's a new report coming out that they think the antibodies
0: might only last three to four months and you can get sick again. Yeah. Fucking great!
2: Uh, Fucking great! I mean, yeah, you shouldn't expect the antibodies to last. The the little dude's probably evolving. It's (sighs) No virus wants to stay the same forever. God, we gotta get this fucking moron. We
0: gotta get this fucking moron out of the White House. It's, It's like... The damage, the fucking damage he has done by convincing people you don't have to wear masks. Like, he made it political. He made it political. Instead of just following CDC guidelines as they came up.
1: Well, and then all this stuff happened with like AMC and Cinemark and all these theaters that were like, we're not going to make it political, so we're not going to require people to wear masks. And they're like, no, you did the exact opposite thing. You just made it political. And then within 24 hours, they were like, we're going to require masks. And I'm like, that's see, how you should have just started in the first now. place. We
2: care, we, we care so hard. yeah, now. and I'm just
1: like, you fucking fools. We just hope everyone's
2: safe now and and now that you said that we were being bad. exactly.
1: <laughs> and it's one of those things like you know you you said you did this and you said this, and like I'm also still not at a point where I'm like, yeah, you know fuck AMC. Well it's like fuck them, I, I, fuck Do them you really think I'm gonna go see Tenant next month at the end no! of July? No like, way. I desperately, desperately want to go back to a movie theater. I really want to see Tenet. Yeah. I don't, I doubt I'm going to be in a place where I'm like, I feel good about this. No. No matter how much they say, like, we're going to turn away people, we're going to, or actually, they're not checking people's temperatures when you go to the theater. Let's just do it with the drive in theater. Put it up,
2: figure out a drive in uh, uh, right? route for this. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. I'm just I surprised
3: know. that they didn't use some dumb excuse like, Oh, we sell concessions. People, you know, need can't cover their mouth, but no, they were like, "Hey, we don't want to get political," and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!"
1: Yeah. yeah, it's I don't know. It's it's I don't know.
0: This stuff is like, and and in, it's infuriating because I feel like the news doesn't know how to talk about it anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, our president just makes us harder and harder and harder to deal with. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, like. Yeah, it, it, it's just the whole thing frustrates me so so much all of us are feeling i feel like it's just this constant barrage of anxiety and we're not alone in it i feel like the whole country's feeling it mm-hmm. you know we're we're all together and that feeling of anxiety and stress mm-hmm. about how the fuck do we move forward and we need leadership we need fucking leadership in this country so bad
3: hi Uh-oh. is your ceo here my name is malika <laughs> Um, I heard a couple f- uh, interesting studies today um, because I'm a nerd about wearing sunscreen and stuff I heard <laughs> that 39% of like young people in this country are so concerned about washing their hands and the virus that they're not putting on their sunscreen so I just want to say make sure you wear your sunscreen make sure you get your vitamin D you know but like wear your sunscreen I love you take care of yourselves wash your hands I also heard that um, if you have a decrease in kind of healthy activities like exercising mm-hmm. Um, or if you, like, kind of stopped exercising or ha- exercise less because you're stressed out, you can't get out, Yeah. Um, it can affect your health decisions for the next two months. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, still, like, take care of yourselves and, like, brush your teeth, floss your teeth, wear your sunscreen, eat three meals a day, exercise, love yourself, drink some water. I really care about you. Please take care of yourself. Um,
2: I'd like to recommend a product that I use uh, for sunscreen. <laughs> I recommend the Olay Total Effects Face Moisturizer <laughs> 7-in-1. It has SPF 30. Uh, it it's a moisturizer. Uh, let me see all the seven things it is. <laughs> I want to know what all seven. Th- not a sponsor. I use it every. Not, single not day. a sponsor. We for are this not show. sponsored. I use it every single day. You should start your day. But if you're listening, use you a oh, nice hey. gentle scrub, a nice foaming cleanser, then use you a little uh, chemical exfoliant, and then finish with your seven in one moisturizer. I'm telling you, it'll change your skin forever. Your skin will be hydrated. That's be why protected. you look five years younger. You'll be protected from the sun. I'm oh wait, you are five years younger. <laughs> <laughs> <Funny>. I'm exactly <laughs> five years younger than you. <laughs> anyway, you should use La Seven and One. It's great. It's a great uh,
1: SPF. Apple did their WWDC uh, event today, and they actually announced that the new version of iOS, when you wash your hands, it'll actually notify. It'll recognize that you're washing your hands, and it'll start doing a countdown on your watch to let you know <gasps> of how long you should wash them. And if you stop before that, it says, "No, no, keep going." <laughs> And it just, like, all the way, it's, like, 30 seconds longer. I want like to that. insult
3: me, like, you disgusting yeah. S.O.B. Yeah. Yeah. You're, uncultured, <laughs> you're uncultured
1: swine. You little. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I thought that was, that was pretty, uh, pretty interesting that they're adding features like that.
3: I heard that um, the newer versions of iOS, I haven't gotten to work on my phone yet, recognizes Face ID with the mask on. That's what I'm excited about.
1: Oh, that would be great because my phone, whenever I go shopping and I want to use my Apple Pay, it won't do it unless I do this. Pull the mask down, and I hate doing that in the store. Oh, you oh have no.
3: to, yeah, put your pin code in or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. which
1: would be I – hope, I hope it does that, yeah. But I don't know when the iOS is supposed to launch. I don't think they give a date. But some pretty cool new features. Mm-hmm. I thought that was, that was a good one.
3: And uh, I know a few of you guys are super-duper Gen Con fans and are probably sad that that's not happening this year, but grateful because that was the right choice. And uh, we are working with Gen Con to do maybe some official showing stuff. Yeah, we'll see
0: what comes up there. Mm -hmm. And you recorded a podcast this weekend for Comic-Con, right? Yeah,
3: I did. I was on a special storytelling um, panel for SDCC Online, and it will come out uh, during SDCC Online, July 26th. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe a little bit early. I think uh it's like the week of So off. they're doing
2: SDCC like online this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That actually that's one thing I will point out about the WWDC event. I feel like they really set the standard for what those like live stream events should be. It was incredibly well put together. What was? The Apple event today. Oh, really? It was incredibly well put together. <laughs> I almost like hope they never go back to those live events cuz I think those live events I get why they do them. They are so fucking awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're always like waiting for applause from the audience and like nobody applauds. And I'm like, just fucking, we don't even need that. Yeah. This event had like really slick production. It it was all shot. A lot of it was shot on a green screen. Like the composites were incredibly well done. The transitions from stage to stage were well done with incredible drone footage. It was so well put together. Like, man, Comic-Con, I hope, I hope Comic-Con does something this good. Mm -hmm. They won't, but. um, (laughs) I bet they're kicking themselves for not having Comic-Con HQ anymore. Yeah, probably. That would have been that, nice. I, don't,
2: I don't know if they are. Yeah, probably not. It probably cost them way too much money. Now would be the time for them to have it.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was it was really well done. I was so impressed that I didn't know what to expect. I thought it was just going to be like people. I thought it was
0: going to be like a, a,
1: a big Zoom call. Um, but it was. They, they put some real work into it, and it looked really good.
0: Nice. Might so, have to go watch that. We're yeah. going to be playing some Monopoly at 6 p.m. here in about 10 minutes. Uh, we are continuing the game from a couple weeks I don't ago. I what the fuck has happened. We You're winning. Three weeks. You're fucking winning, Adam. All right, cool. That's I, all that I, what I remember.
3: Uh, I might have an offer for you. <laughs> no, bullshit.
0: <laughs> bullshit. All right, we got some Monopoly starting soon. Um, Which edition? In- this is... Standard.
3: <sighs> Standard, classic, vanilla. Yo, we need vanilla. to get that
1: mosquito the fuck out of the studio. Know, He's right? biting me. Is he biting? Yeah. Yeah, I, I pulled I, down my I, sleeves.
3: I thought something was... I'm about lunch.
1: to burn this place fucking down. Ooh... Okay. Sorry, derailing the whole thing. No, it's fine, Mosquitoes man. bite me so much, it drives me fucking crazy. Are you blood type is. O,
3: or do you like to eat bananas?
1: Uh, I don't know, and no. Okay. Or I, I like bananas, but <laughs> I don't pair- see How many, okay,
3: I don't know my
0: blood type either. I don't either. And then I'm like, fuck, I should know that. Do you know your blood type? I don't remember.
1: I'm about to go to the doctor for uh, the first time in I used to. I'm yeah, blood no, type O, and I can save so. all the
3: asses, so okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Apparently,
0: there's, there's different th- blood types that are less susceptible to coronavirus, too. Interesting. Mm. But uh, I haven't done enough research to. Yeah,
3: I'm blood type O, and I'm the universal donor, so, you know, ready to, to suck off. off of me. Is it I like d- O
0: negative? Is that the universal
2: one?
3: I, I don't know. Positive, negative, whatevs, whatevs. It
2: po- no, it'd be O positive. Apparently, blood I type O I can't remember. You still know this stuff. Um,
3: mosquitoes like it more, and then also after. Eating a banana, like 30 minutes after eating banana, you're more susceptible to it. Why
2: don't they just go straight to the banana?
1: yeah
2: why can't (laughs) you just go suck on that banana mosquito why
1: don't you go fuck off
2: go straight to the source (laughs) quit coming from my banana filter my filter banana apparently
3: blood type o is less susceptible i mean there's um there's a lot of okay uh like Mm -hmm. pseudosciencey things about like blood type like um in asia it's almost like your personality test like your horoscope or something that each blood type has their own that makes way more sense <laughs> than Horace, folks. Oh, <laughs> ah! That mosquito
0: just flew in front of her face and oh, <laughs> it didn't matter what she was talking about oh, before. Oh,
3: man. Oh, man. Yeah, so there's some dumb, like, personality type, like, things. With it
0: is. Th- it's on your cup. Ah! On your Kill cup. it. Right there. I it's see right it. There. Fucking get murder it.
1: that thing. You
3: got it.
1: I don't... <sighs> I don't <sighs> is This is the only thing that makes me nervous about our road trip. Oh, it's a fruit fly. That's not a,
0: mix- that's not a mosquito. No,
3: that's not
0: that's a, a mosquito. That's a fruit
1: fly. No, it's a fruit fly. That's the only thing that makes me nervous about our RV trip is, like, I know I'm going to get... Eaten alive. Oh, yeah. dude, we're
0: going to go through some of those southern states where you're going to be like, why the fuck does anyone live here? Yeah. If we're doing this road trip Burn in this August state. and we start going through Louisiana oh, and know. stuff like that, yeah. you're going to be like, why the fuck does anyone live here? <laughs> and why the fuck did I go?
3: <laughs>
2: you just Your body's sticky from all the bug spray you got to wear. Yeah.
1: I hate
3: that feeling. You got to use the DEET.
1: I'm going to be reconsidering this for the next three days. Oh, no. no.
0: Hey man, it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> uh, anything else we want to talk about before we switch over for Monopoly? Thank you guys so much for listening. I know that we were talking about some heavy stuff today, um, but we want to keep these kinds of things in open discussion here at Hyper RPG. And, they're uh, important. They're important. We shouldn't shy away from important things. Especially not for the sake of like content or entertainment or whatever the fuck you want to call what we do here now.
3: Talking to a camera. Hi, camera. Hello. Hello
0: there. So up? Anything else uh, you got on your list of things we should talk about today? No. Michael Keaton?
1: We want to talk about that for four minutes.
0: More? Do you think it's going to happen?
1: I mean, I hope so. It'd be really cool. Context? Mm-hmm. My, Michael Keaton is going to apparently appear in the Flash movie. As Batman? Yeah. Question mark. Yeah. Maybe. Well, they said Bruce Wayne. I don't think he'll be suited up. I think he'll show up as Bruce Wayne. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, because originally they were going to do Flashpoint, which is you know a take on the comic book loosely, take on the comic book. But if Ben Affleck's not coming back as Batman, what's the point of having gonna Jeffrey be D. Like, Morgan? It's
0: going to be like Crisis on Infinite Earths, where there's kind just of, like yeah. there's just like. He's running through the timeline, and you just see, like, a flash of Michael Keaton go by. (laughs) No, he's actually supposed to—well, from
1: what I read, he's going to take on—if it happens, because they're still talking, they're, like, still negotiating it—if it happens, he's going to take on a little bit of, like, a Nick Fury type of role, and he'll show up in multiple movies, including a Batgirl movie, so I guess they're probably going to, like, be setting it up, and Batgirl is apparently going to take on sort of, like, the Batman role in the DC films— because Ben Affleck's, like, done.
0: So, wait, this is, like, anywhere. a whole nother plan for the DCEU again?
1: Apparently. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, it's going to be directed by the writer-director of It, Andy Muschietti. He'll be producing, it with, his, uh, producing it with his sister, uh, Barbara Muschietti. So, we'll see if it happens. I think, like, if they really go down this multiverse path, it could open up a lot of opportunities for them. And I think, like, on TV... In terms of um, success, in terms of like hype, it was successful, the story itself was kind of all over the place. yeah um, but it could be an interesting way to to bring in Batgirl and start exploring new members of the bat family. Um, we'll see it's, it's right now it's at that point where it could tomorrow or in a week they could be like, it's actually not happening because Michael keen was like, "I'm good, I don't want to do Bruce Wayne anymore."
0: Yeah, you know,
1: but it could be really exciting if they do it. Cool. And maybe Batman Beyond will come out of it.
0: That would be dope. I mean, if you're doing a multiverse and you got an old Bruce Wayne, people are going to be upset if you don't.
1: I mean, it'd be amazing if there was like a scene with Barry Allen and Bruce Wayne and he's like, all right, come with me. And then he's like, well, Terry, you got this right. And you see like Terry McGinnis. I'd be like,
0: holy shit. It'd be <laughs> pretty amazing. Hell yeah, man. Uh, so it's going to be an exciting week here at Hyper RPG. Like I said, we're about to play some Monopoly. It definitely won't get violent. Definitely won't.
3: Why would it get violent? And whose turn is it next?
0: Oh shit! You started the turn, and I think we went all the okay. way around, didn't we? I give you my turn. <laughs> it was it, we played three weeks ago. <laughs> I remember how bad I was getting fucked. I on remember. That note. <laughs> I remember very specifically how bad I was getting fucked. I have thirty-five dollars.
3: <laughs> Just putting that out there. I don't have a lot of money either. Oh, okay, good. Oh lord.
2: We got Flex Tycoon over here. Flex and- Tycoon. Yep. My dad promised me I'd have more real estate by now. He's not your
0: father, but I've got over three hundred dollars. Oh my fucking god! I
3: have like sixty-five. Okay, well, we're gonna mm-hmm. get set up
0: for Monopoly. Thank you guys so much. We'll be live tomorrow at three p.m. Three p.m. It's gonna be a, uh, an interesting week here at Hyper RPG. So thank you so much for joining it's gonna us be a and support. Week. Don't go anywhere. We're gonna show you our clips from last week. Thank you, Jay Pistol, for putting those together for us every week. We don't say that enough. Thank you, mods. Seriously, Truth. thank you.